for me in this game, you, you, you find out that Ben Simmons, um, you know, they, they scratched his eye against the Pistons and his knee got sore. So he, he had to sit out. You knew that was coming. Watching the Pistons game, when he headed to the bench, KD didn't even acknowledge him. KD didn't even so much as look up. And I think for Nets fans, we're like, oh, he's out. He's not returning. And then that means it's probably, I thought it was going to be his back that flared up this time. That probably means he's going to duck smoke and he's not going to play in the Battle of the Boroughs Saturday when everybody in New York that cares about basketball is going to watch that game. But I said to you on the last podcast, I bet he'd be Gucci Louie down. I bet he was in some type of designer. I don't know what he was wearing. <laughs> you said it looked like a, a waterbed. A waterbed cover, yeah. Don't How many yourself. The, the waterbeds I haven't seen since the, the late 80s, 90s. You know, like Deuce Bigelow, male gigolos room, or, or the ladies' man. You know, the, the print. It had some type of leopard print. It was like this big carpet. I don't, I don't know. But, like, to attract that type of attention to yourself on the bench when you are who you are, God bless Ben Simmons. He's a different type of brother. How many games has he quit in this season, would you say now? Just like wanted to get off the court, so he's yeah. fouling or like or, got hurt. Or, or, or get himself a, thrown out or he's or, got a or just All of a sudden, even Jacques Vaughn alluded to, yeah, Ben is out with knee soreness. Like, I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. So we get into this game, and I did want to mention this. I have it in the, no- in the notes, and thanks, Alex. Well, going into this game without KD and Ben, we're thinking, okay, this might be the chance for the Knicks. They're playing well. They're coming off of beating the Celtics. The Celtics are the best team in the East. The Nets are coming off of losing to the Pistons, the worst team in the East. This might be the time. It's a Saturday. Like, this might be it. Julius Randle, not Irving, has been dropping 30. Uh, Brunson, Barrett, they're, they're role players. Great. The Nets versus Knicks. The Knicks hadn't beaten the Nets since rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. January 26, 2020, when, remember, Kyrie Kyrie got the news and he didn't play in that game? That was the last time that they beat us. So they thought they were going to beat us. Man, coming into this game, I knew Kyrie was going to activate in the fourth quarter. That's standard now. Like, that is like, it does. if we're close in the game, don't, don't worry. Fret not, Nets fans. Mamba mentality. Kyrie is coming to kill in the fourth, and he did. But Nick Claxton, man, he is... Here for real. Defense, blocks, and now buckets every game that you can count on. They pass the rock. They pass the ball. We can give Joe Harris a little love. I know I know that's been lacking. I know we've been trying to give Joe Harris some love. He has 16 points, hit some open threes. They moved the ball right in the beginning of this game. Royce O'Neal shooting the three, hitting the three. They knew, hey, we got to make up for the point production somewhere. This is a rivalry. We don't want to lose to the Knicks. Seth Curry, another one. Hitting shots. Utah looked different. Like, he had some energy because he knew the stage. Cam Thomas and, and uh, Dayron Sharp, we're going to chat about in a minute. But when I look at the team stats, 31 assists to 19 assists. Pass the ball. Keep passing the ball till you find the right guy. And Kyrie, in the end, ridiculous. Um, I do have the clip of what he said after the game. Um, I'll, we'll go around the horn. I'll let you guys weigh in before we play any video clips. But, yeah, I was pleased watching that game because I could tell that they just rose to the occasion. I could tell that it meant something to them. And this team without KD is not last year's team. They have more than enough, and they play better without Ben Simmons. Yeah, I mean, like, Ben not being... Ben not being in that game, you didn't miss him, right? I mean, like you were just uh, alluding to it. There was no impact. In fact, there was another scorer on the floor. When you see Seth Curry in his spot... You, you figure there would be a defensive fallout, but there wasn't really a defensive fallout in that game. 
And as far as the offense, of course it gets better when, when you're spreading the floor with the shooters that the, the Nets have. Joe Harris did play well in that game. Seth has played really well over a stretch of games now where he also brings a dimension of a little bit of shot creation that they don't have from anyone outside of KD and Kyrie. So maybe that will be important as the season goes on. And, and you know, you, you just look at the, the, the team as we're going forward. This has been a theme I've had is how many guys do you trust? So you, you start adding up the guys that you trust going into the postseason. I think KD clearly, Kyrie clearly, Claxton clearly. I trust Royce O'Neal. I'm getting there with Seth in that mix. You know, that's up to five. You need to get to eight or nine. And that's where the, the trade deadline comes into play as far as can you add two new faces to this team or, or something like that. But overall, you, you see the, the differences in rosters there too. I mean, that that um, deserves to be pointed out where you're, you're taking a, a star off the floor. Another guy who's making star money, clearly not a star in Ben Simmons. And the, the Nets are arguably just as talented as the Knicks, even when, if not more, t- they probably are still more talented than the Knicks, even with those guys out. Yeah, and that's that's really the core of it, right? The Nets are just a more talented team. And as much as we're spending a lot of time talking about this game, because it is the rivalry, there was all of the hype, the rivalry week, all the hype surrounding the game, all the fans, Knicks fans on Twitter. At the end of the day, the Nets went out and beat a team that they're supposed to beat. If there's anything that I want to take away from this game, it's things that I would take away from any game that the Nets play where we see these certain things. Kyrie Irving turned it on in the fourth quarter. There is no doubt about that. He is a clutch player, mama mentality, all that. But when he wasn't at his best in the first through the first three quarters of the game, we saw the rest of the team step up for him. We saw one thing that I've been looking for from this Nets team for a long while. We had all five starters in double-digit points. We saw some people supporting our star, this is plural, with Nick Claxton. And at the end of the day, especially when KD's out, that's what we need. And that's the kind of thing that we should be focused on, right? We should be focused on what the Nets are showing that is going to be lasting out longer than this season. And for as much as we've spent a lot of time talking about, you know, this time without KD is going to be, it's going to be tough to get through, you know, three and six in the time since KD's been out, all that. We have seen, and I think it's important to point out, a lot of positives, from this Nets team that we can take going forward, that we can extrapolate out through the rest of the season and into the playoffs. Not only is it depth scoring, not only is it the emergence of uh, Nick Claxton, but it's showing that we can face adversity as a team and get through it. And as much as it's not a rivalry, I don't think in any basketball sense of the word. And this was just another Nets game against a pretty subpar team. There is a lot of media hype surrounding that game. And you can see players like Ben Simmons, as he tends to crumble uh, when there's that kind of pressure on him. But it seems like the Nets, always and 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 did in this game certainly band together uh and show what they needed to show against a, a weaker team yeah shooting percentage so i remember looking at fan i was about to bet the game i think royce o'neal to hit four threes in that game was like plus 600 or maybe plus 700 i'm like i thought about taking that he ended up having four threes and as a team the brooklyn nets shot 55 percent from deep they hit 22 of 43s like that's a team locked in taking advantage all right, you're going to leave me open? I'm drilling this. KD always says it's a make-or-miss league. Nick Claxton is a bucket now. And I know some people, like, act like, I don't know, I think I tweeted out, like, he's different this year. Some people act like I just turned on the TV and found out that this is the version of Nick Claxton. I I know people read Twitter too literal. Um, I I think those those people are, are, are slightly challenged. Nick Claxton 
like we know, we've watched his entire career. We know what he was and what he is. Can we play this dunk? Because I don't know what Miles McBride thought he was, but the clip of him going up to block Miles McBride, <laughs> I just laughed because I'm like, I don't know what you were thinking. Like you must have thought that this guy was not gonna meet you up there. Miles McBride is like six foot. Um, Nick Claxton goes straight up and meets him there. Alex, if you have it, I'm giving you some time. Just send it and I'll stop talking. Miles McBride at the apex of that jump uses that left hand to say, not today, not in my house. <laughs> oh my yeah, goodness. Heck of a block. His mom, Nikki. He, he had a play to okay. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch those clips? Uh, everybody posts them now because like, mixtapes high school mixtapes are getting younger and younger they're like middle school mixtapes now where there's one player that's like clearly better than the rest of them and he's like he's like six three and six before the rest and of the had his gross spurt before the rest of them that's like miles <laughs> mcbride trying to dunk on nick claxton and it's funny because miles mcbride if i remember correctly i'm pretty sure he put montrez harrell on a poster so that kind of puts to puts to bed any of that conversation it's not just the his same kind of party trez learned a couple days ago and uh, for Claxton, I just, you know, I'm proud of the kid. It, it seems like he grew up. He's a man now. He understands, right? They drafted you to be this. Uh, there was some conversation I had about Ben Simmons and the trade, and Jared Allen's name came up, and someone said to me, well, you know, Nick Claxton washes ben, um, Jared Allen. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, you know, at the time, did we know that Claxton was going to be this this year? This is what we wanted him to be from game one last year. So he is... Uh, a guy that I'm seeing, you know, like shout out to Doug Barak and some of the reporters, they're always posting clips of Claxton getting his work in well before the game starts. He's working on his free throws. It's not going to be an overnight thing, but I've seen some progress in his uh, shot and his in his um, his release and like his form. It, he'll get there, and we hope that he gets there by the end of the year. You know, talking about Ben Simmons. With Ben Simmons ducking smoke and Ben being hurt and fouling away, like I don't have any trust in him for the end of the season. I hope they can trade him. We're coming up on the deadline. I don't think anybody in the world is dumb enough to take on Ben Simmons besides the Nets. I see people in the chat talking about they don't trust Royce. Yeah, trust I don't get Royce. that. Trust Royce. You have no choice. They traded a pick for Royce. He's a veteran in this league. He came up big in the last game. You got to trust Royce O'Neal. As a role player, we're not talking about trusting Royce O'Neal to, you know, put uh, an extra load on his shoulders, but you're trusting Royce O'Neal to play hard, to play smart, to take the open shots when they come his way, and to maybe give you a timely bucket here or there, like he's he's had a penchant of doing this he season. Does his job night in, night out. Yeah. It's not like we're saying we want Iguodala over, you know, no, Curry. We it's, needed it's, a three and D wing. What are we talking what, about? It's what everyone was complaining about the Nets not having for the entirety of the rest of this era, quite frankly.